Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and the film that turned you on to them. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we have a thrilling guest today, don't we, Shelley? We do, indeed. I'm a big fan of this guest. I'm so excited she agreed to be on. Michael, who are we going to be talking to? Comedian, writer, actor, podcaster, self-esteem partier, Alana Johnston, everyone. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> oh my Atlanta, God. we're so happy oh. to have you. Honestly, guys, if you really are familiar with my work, I don't think we should have kids in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Children, I get out. You, yeah, I think you've never heard of me, actually. <laughs> Children, shoot, 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 shoot. We just had them in for this part. Everything else, they're going to have headphones on well, in the closet. Kids heard how thrilling I was, and they thought, "This I gotta see in person." Oh yeah, they're gonna have ears against the wall. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm excited to be here. I think it's um, a very non-traditional podcast to do, based on the description, which okay. I'm all about. So, um, and I love crushes. So yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And like speaking of non-traditional podcasts, like I'm a huge fan of your podcast, Self-Esteem Party. Uh, if listeners haven't heard of it, it's a great show where Alana checks in with some comedian friends to talk about their self-esteem, about oh their lives. Mm -hmm. It's a fabulous show. That's so I, good. I appreciate it. I, I like to um I'm like Mark Marin, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's saying, what the fuck I'm going be you girl do what you gotta do yeah Atlanta breaks all the rules I break all the rules of podcasting her intro is 40 minutes long and she plays guitar and trombone and my guest like when the guest comes on it's just for me to ask them so what did you think of the intro yeah. <laughs> and to ask like about Lauren and SNL yeah did you like it <laughs> <laughs> and that came out of a stage show is that right yes it's so it's actually 
a pop album I made years ago. Okay. I would perform these little pop songs on stage and then I made a little album. And then okay. eventually everyone from uh, hearing me on Doughboys was like, you should start a podcast. You should start a podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, absolutely not. And then um, I started a podcast and that was the only name I could think of. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, we love it. So Alana, tell us, who are we going to be talking about today? Who is your stealth sex symbol and what movie are we going to focus on? First of all, this should be a major sex symbol just <laughs> yes. in terms of uh, the intensity of the person I'm about to announce. Um, it is none other than some people might say in this movie, horrifying Joaquin Phoenix. In the movie, you were never really here. And I just told Norm my husband, mm-hmm. right before, ew, I hate saying my husband. <laughs> okay, fine, keep it in. <laughs> when I said that, everybody, Shelly gave me the finger, and I thought, I did not deserve this. It was one request. This oh, podcast God. is over. This podcast is done. I have to stay on for the rest of the hour. Yes. Podcast is done. Yeah, you stay on and think about what you've done. Yeah, so I was quickly telling him before I came on, I was like, just explaining what the podcast was he had asked and I was like oh yeah it's like kind of unlikely crushes and he's like oh who'd you choose and when I told him he was like what is wrong with you and I was like what is wrong with you or did we watch the same movie oh. so this is quite controversial in the household already the episode hasn't even dropped yet oh my oh, god yeah. I majorly sympathize when this movie came out. I used to be on Twitter a lot more and I would post a lot of pictures of his beefy arms. His oh, big yeah. beard. oh my God. His, his eyes. Popeye arms. Oh my God. Horrifying. The hammer. What I would oh, give to be on the receiving end. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, Alana, you are a woman after my own heart. <laughs> I am I'm loving this. Back us up on this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, Well, before we get into his hammer, his big arms, and his greasy ponytail, uh, for listeners who haven't seen the movie, Michael, would you like to tell them what You Were Never Really Here is about? Absolutely. A traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what could be his death trip or his awakening. Michael, give me chills. Hello. Thank you so much. Oh my God, Michael, who is my crush on this podcast now? I I don't know. (laughs) Well, that actually leads us beautifully into our next little segment because, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of sexy, horny things, and we don't want to do that bone dry, Uh, do we? (laughs) No, you can't. You really do have to warm up. We got a little gotta get a little grease. We gotta get it a little slick. And we like to do that by playing something we call the sexy trivia game. In this game, we like to read some fascinating trivia from IMDB in our sexiest voices possible. I'll uh, take us away with uh, number A. The film was submitted to the Cannes Film Festival in an unfinished state and was completed only a few days before the first public screening. And Ramsey subsequently said that the version shown in Cannes was unfinished. That's hard. Uncut. Oh my God. What a nice piece of 
trivia. That's very sexy. Now, Elena, would you like to read your sexy trivia? According to the director, the Phoenix's character lies down on the floor next to the agent and becomes and begins singing the Zimbabwe. Oh. oh my God! So spontaneous. Mm, I love a man with a voice. Oh, you know that song is called "I've Never Been to Me" and it's by Charlene. It's a delight. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I'm gonna finish us off with our last bit of trivia. Mm. According to Rolling Stone, Joaquin Phoenix has stated that Lynn Ramsey gave him an audio file of fireworks mixed with gunshots to suggest what was going on in Joe's head. That's oh. fucked up. That's, That's fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> Wait, is, you cut the that music. That's done. Wow, that is <laughs> fucked. I am dry again. Oh my Get God. <laughs> I no, want to go to no bed. I'm in my jeans over here. No dice. Effective though, I gotta say. The man's quite intense. He got it. He got it. Yeah. So, Alana, when did you originally see this movie? Yeah, okay. Pretty much, I saw it, oh my god, kind of, I think I saw it in theaters, kind mm -hmm. of close to when it came out. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Because I remember Norm told me about it. He was, well, no, he didn't tell me anything about it, but he was like, <laughs> oh, let's go see this movie, I, which I had never heard of. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the movie, and I thought, this is exactly what happened when my friend took me to see the movie Shame at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Didn't oh tell God. what it was about, but just that Michael Fassbender was in it. I was like, ooh, love him. Speaking of this. <laughs> and then we went and saw it, and I was like, this is an assault on me. Yep. Um, it was <laughs> yep. so upsetting. I was so upset. So this is kind of the same thing, except I came away like, loving him and i mm. was not necessarily the biggest joaquin phoenix mm -hmm. um fan not that i wasn't but i was always like the method we must stop with this please yeah. i need a break <laughs> like i'm not even doing it i need a break people are exhausted people are exhausted okay <laughs> so <laughs> so but it was like i'm and i already said it about his eyes the intensity behind him, like, I'm like, what mm. this man will do for a child, imagine what he would do for the love of his life if I get kidnapped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I only dream to be taken away and have somebody make a huge to-do of coming to get me. Oh, he hammered so many people. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my God. Michael, where was that in your synopsis about just oh, that? Yes. That should have been, like, uh, like five sentences in the synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. As the, the listeners know, we steal these synopses from IMDb. So whatever schmuck wrote this fucking synopsis. They didn't idiot. see the movie. Didn't yeah. see no. the movie. <laughs> Did not see the movie. Or they're scared of hammers. <laughs> they couldn't bring themselves oh to talk God. about it. That's yeah, like triggering the candidate. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Trigger warning hammers. <laughs> nightmare monster, man. But yeah, it's like, for those who haven't seen the movie, he basically like uses a hammer that's the weapon to kill everybody. So it's very like direct combat it's mm. been very violent like anyone oh, yeah. can shoot a gun from far away you know but it's like to to wield that hammer is mm. something yeah. else and it's like loud mm -hmm. and it there's not music to cover it's just, it, it's like the real sounds mm. oh yeah. my god the yeah. audio yeah. mix on this thing yeah oh it's crazy it's oh with the hammer you're like this is a man who can work with his hands that's <laughs> that feeling <laughs> 
make you a shed, hang yourself. He's p- picking up this little girl, tossing her over his shoulder to get the job done. <laughs> He's strong. He's strong. Big, beefy arms, very strong. Beef. And I've never seen him like that. Yes. Like, that's the thing is he usually plays like some hopeless romantic or like some mm-hmm. whatever sissy boy who's like, who's like, <laughs> I can't have any conflicts. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I can't have a single conflict. Please help me. <laughs> it's an old school term, but it was like, which he might've been called in movies before actually. <laughs> yeah, probably. The I master at so. some point. <laughs> yeah, something where somebody's like, get it together. Um, but in this, I mean, it was just a whole new. Oh Yeah. Yeah, this is like the opposite of him and her, where he's like a little soft man with a mustache and high pants. Yeah, Here, he's like scraggly, big arms, tossing little girls around. Yeah, it was was very, you know, we we know he does method. We know he can Mm. play kind of crazy, like as we saw in Joker. Like we know he Mm. can play unhinged and all this kind of stuff. But this one was very... um, It it could be described as unhinged, but harnessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's... Mm -hmm. He's out of his mind, but like so in control. Yeah. It it very scary and it makes him so it makes him so hot though, because you're like <laughs> the power behind it, like he could kill me at a moment's notice if I yeah. say one wrong thing. Yeah. But also love me in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a man who can hammer you, but also like gives his mommy a bath. Like this oh. is what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. if I need a bath, if I if I get dirty from doing God knows what with him, he will clean <laughs> me and pat me dry. It's great that you bring up Joker though, because it in a funny way I am famously anti Joker. Um, oh, okay. As you should be. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but the movies are kind of like interesting companion pieces because they're both total opposites yes. and so similar. Like exactly. they've got the Freudian mommy thing. They've got like even the same sort of like color palette, but like his body is the exact Art. opposite in them. Yeah. yeah. And like his mannerisms. Yeah. And like you say, like that expressiveness in Joker versus the control in this one. Yeah. I think well, that's, it, like, that's yeah. what I mean. It's like in in this one, you know, it's it's calculated and yeah. it's interesting because but there's power behind it. But in Joker, it's like he's calculating like this next big stunt of like mm-hmm. stuff that he's doing, but he seems like a madman. Like he's very unbalanced. Yeah. And whereas like in, in Joaquin is is like, you know, he does the maniacal laughing and stuff. And then in this right. one, the silence of yeah. this movie is deafening. Like yeah. the silence in some of the parts you're like, and you just hear him moving. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my God. It, it was so well done. Yeah. So yeah. Well done. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I love this director, Lynn Ramsey. And I think that one of the amazing things she does in this movie is having this sort of like stream of consciousness thing where like the characters speak so little, but you have like the sound design, you have the sound of the girl counting in her head and you have the sound of him and like his dad's words in his head being like, stand up, you little pussy, stand up straight. Well, it's okay. So I said sissy. I I think I meant pussy. (laughs) I'm like, there you go. That's the direct quote. That's (laughs) I retract my statement. Don't edit it out. People need to know where I stand. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I stand that he is a pussy. (laughs) I I stand that he's a pussy. People need to know that. So so edit everything but what I just said. That's the whole Uh, quote from this episode. (laughs) No, but it, it was like he's he's so like it's quiet but i felt like i knew the whole story Mm -hmm. felt like he had sat there and given me 10 monologues or something like that where you were like i know this guy and i've never met anybody um this violent in this way like or Mm -hmm. anything like that but it was like 
I was, I felt like I knew his pain. Like I knew what got him there. Yeah. I knew, I knew enough to kind of be on the team of this murderer. Yeah. Like I, I knew yeah. is, and yeah. that's messed up. That's messed it's, up. It's good though. Like <laughs> this, this <laughs> movie. It's, that is it's, good. No, no, no. This it's, is good, Elena. No, Keep this up. <laughs> this movie felt like I was thinking about the Joker a lot and like a bunch of like a laundry list of a bunch of like violent man redemption stories mm -hmm. and not a one of them has the same level of empathy that like mm. forces you to like feel something for this horrifying uh broken monster man he's the lesser of two evils the, yeah. the people he's getting are somehow more evil yeah. than he is like oh, somehow absolutely. yeah and like I kids, don't, you know, yeah. so smart. Anytime you involve kids, oh, so like, if it had been yep. me that was kidnapped, okay, let her go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking everybody to the store. Uh, I'm gonna waste my night on this. <laughs> really? It's Saturday. I've got a lot to give a sponge bath to. <laughs> a lot to do. <laughs> so it is interesting though because while i don't think that there is any intention in the making of this movie for him to be like a sex symbol by any means he does fit nope, into like no. a very like romantic sort of like archetype like he's like the phantom of the opera or yeah. you know a character he'll like do, that he'll do any anything for yeah. someone he loves mm -hmm. or 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 feels for like he didn't necessarily love the little girl but it's like mm -hmm. he, he feels for that situation yeah. so he cares mm -hmm. he cares for her safety so it's like then he can do it you know that's like yeah. it yeah it's not like he loves her the way his mom but it's like that mm -hmm. is a, a, a sense of love when you're like i will do anything to keep you safe like it is right yeah, yeah. Like, that he relates to her, him. and like he sees her, like, as mommy. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? He's like, yes, now I am your mother. Yeah. You know, that's, that's when it falls apart, the whole story, when he says that. <laughs> that's my favorite I'm line. Thinking, I'm thinking this had to be improvised. <laughs> There's no way this was in the script. I'm mommy now. <laughs> yeah, it literally derails the whole movie. Yeah. So, you know, the, the film has its flaws, sure. <laughs> listening to this that hasn't seen the movie is gonna be like huh this has quite a bit in it okay yeah. <laughs> is this movie? Huh. okay <laughs> check yeah. this one out <laughs> honestly though the movie comes like just short of him saying like i'm your mommy because like yeah. in the like intercutting of the flashbacks where you like see the yes. mom at the table and the dad with the hammer and then he's daddy with the hammer but then he's mommy yeah. with the girl <laughs> exactly no it's it's it is a roller coaster and it's very do you guys ever see Here's a tangent of a lot of people's Hollywood crush. Good time with yes. Good Time. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So that is this is a movie with what somebody someone might call legitimate crush. They tried to make him like skeezier in that movie, like mm -hmm. not look as good. He's usually so handsome, but they tried yeah. to like mess him up a little bit and you know what I mean? To make it a little more believable. But that and Uncut Gems mm -hmm. never been more on edge. Mm -hmm. in, in these movies to be watching but this movie it's like i was on i was on edge the whole mm -hmm. time yeah but it was like thought i was gonna cry because mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god the poor girl and oh my god they're not gonna get out like it, it was yeah. just so and and it, you know rob panson has that because his love for his brother so it right. is that he has this love but that's like a sibling connection this girl is just like this poor kidnapped child, everything she's been through, all this kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah, like he's the mom protecting. Yeah. You know? It's and really, I think, it's, yeah, intense. Yeah. It's pretty amazing, I think, like how they like thread the needle in this movie that like he is like 
taking care of this girl, but you never get the feeling of like, uh-oh, is he like hot for this Not, not even two seconds. No, he's not even a little bit. No, he's trying to be so like, oh God. I mean, this sounds insane to say about this movie, but he's trying to be so appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's actually insane. Actually insane to say. <laughs> but even at the end when he's like hulking around the house with no shirt on, like, it so easily could have been so creepy, but you're just like, he just wants to take care of her. <laughs> I know. It, it's like, it's just such a different role for him. Yeah. And like, so yeah. opposite from Good Time, because like, even like Robert Pattinson has like that weird thing with like the teenage girl, where he gives yes. her that speech where he's like, I've never felt anything like this when anything went like, anyway, I got to go take a shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That, that, that movie was, I mean, just all over the place. Like, oh, yeah. just talk about one wild night. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so you said that you had not been interested in Joaquin Phoenix particularly before this. Is there I anything you've seen him... afterwards, like now that he's in a new light? Oh, oh that's really interesting. Um, honestly, no. I, I don't know. Because then I it's not even like I've seen all his movies necessarily. So maybe in some movies, maybe I would have if I had seen them. Like, that depends. But it's mm-hmm. like, really, I'm just thinking about Joker. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, you've gone too far. (laughs) And I I agree. You know what I mean? I'm like, you've ruined it. And the part I'm thinking of is actually not when he's dressed as Joker. It's when he's on the TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's when he gets to go on the TV show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where he lost me. I I just was like, I don't know, the Joker makeup? Because you're like, well, maybe underneath. Yeah. He just goes nuts on that. He loses it. You're like, I don't know. Oh my god, I feel that so much. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. This movie just, it's like when you wrote me to act, I immediately was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. And I had other crushes I put on there, mm-hmm. but it's like it was the first one that came to mind because it just was burned in my brain where I was like, I've never seen a man like this before. Yeah. Like, I just have never, and I would date them. And that <laughs> is madness. Yes. <laughs> madness oh god like, oh. for real i would though like, oh real, like knowing knowing the story yeah oh what? i surprised so hard and like it's it's a horrifying <laughs> thing like i have so many characters like this like i watched fucking boardwalk empire and there was like the vet with his face blown off yes. i was so into him i, <laughs> and I was like him. i know he's a murderer but he's sad oh but no he's good <laughs> he's good because he's sad he's, yeah. he's got a good heart He's, he's trying so hard. Poor yeah, man. he's a nice murderer. <laughs> he's nice. It's messed up when murder gets involved, though. <laughs> Always makes things complicated. It makes things complicated because you're yeah, like, you, you know, that. I don't. Yeah, you're like, you can't do it, but at the same time, somebody's got to. Yeah. True. <laughs> Otherwise, think about it. All right. the people in prisons and police will be out of work. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, is that fair? This is Those so jobs fair. all gone. No, what would we do without cops <laughs> yeah really what would we do we'd be, i'm gonna go ahead and say lost <laughs> i would be lost a cab all cops are beautiful <laughs> all cops are beautiful. and we are talking visually just <laughs> yeah just famously <laughs> handsome cops are naturally attractive <laughs> you got more like more like the walking phoenixes in this movie of our time right <laughs> are you kidding me You're like i don't know i guess oh it's so true it's so true well so if joaquin is it like normally your thing do you have like a typical type is it a, a hairy uh greasy haired murderer guy with a hammer yeah close so rob pattinson for sure just in the okay. gen 
right. in general there. But it's like, you know, I've definitely had crushes on like an intense Christian Bale when he's being too intense, mm-hmm. right? You Which of these intense Christian Bales? Well, any of the Batmans. Mm-hmm. He's, being, yes. he's being too much. And I know he's supposed to be presented as Bruce, but I'm talking when he's being like way too much. And also Rob Pattinson also in, in Batman, a Batman movie. So maybe I have a thing with this kind of hero, this savior, like, mm. Yeah, and I'm just processing that right now, saying this out loud. <laughs> I love vigilantes. You see my face. <laughs> I know your <laughs> eyes like went wide. <laughs> my eyes went wide, and I was like, "Huh? What's that say about me and Norm?" We huh. will be charging a copay for this therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> Copay's like hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are your regular prices? <laughs> it's a scam. Because there's two of you, so it's this like true. Yeah. Yeah. we each charge by the hour. Exactly. You can tra- charge me. Okay, okay. This is the best treatment, though. Yeah, this is it. But I would say, like, any. It's really interesting. Okay. Oh, here's was it. This is a big crush of mine. Um, mm-hmm. Alexander Skarsgård. When he was, pardon me. When he was on True Blood, though. Oh, okay. You see, because he was bad. <laughs> but so sexy about yes. it. So how yes. can you be mad? Where's the good vampire that was with Anna Paquin? Right. Bill, I was like, if anyone needs me, I'll be having actually the longest nap of my life for five <laughs> I'll literally be lying down nonstop. I won't wake up. <laughs> that was. Fair enough. I get it. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So that yeah. was, that's kind of like, I, I deal well with a bad guy, but then there's like a moral dilemma. Right. Because Alexander Skarsgård fell for Anna Paquin, and then right. the, moral, the moral dilemma came in. So yeah. I, I don't know what it is. And let me just clarify, guys. Norm's not bad. Right. <laughs> let me just like, clarify something. Cool. Right. Yeah. He hasn't murdered anyone that he's told me about. Mm-hmm. Good to know. <laughs> good. Norm is a bit of a bad boy, though, in his oh. own way. I think he used to be more of a bad boy back in the day in Toronto. That's why we were enemies. Oh. So my crushes are people that are bad. For real. Wait. Go, go on about this. Enemies in Toronto. We used to be enemies in Toronto like 15 years ago, a long time ago, because I dated a friend of his. It was a bad breakup. Norm took his side and called me a bitch on Facebook. In what the fuck? Yes. So I didn't talk to him for years. I was like, best of luck. He a piece of shit. So whatever. Um, then when he was moving to LA, this is like years later, we've lost track of each other. I moved here. He moved to New York, all this kind of stuff. My friend Anessa, a mutual friend, was like, oh, Nora's moving to L.A. And I went, who fucking cares like, <laughs> for life? But they live together in my old apartment. What? So I'm hanging out with him by default and was staying in his room before he got there because I didn't find another place in time. So then he comes. I'm seeing him a ton because of default or whatever. And then it's like we kind of made up and like made peas. Mm-hmm. And then we started dating in secret a year later. Atlanta! We had to date in secret because... <gasps> If people found out back home, he was going to be kicked out of a wedding. So it was like a whole, wow. it was like a whole thing. Yes, it was like a whole thing. Oh juicy, God. juicy story. Yes. That sounds fun as hell. And listen, and he might not have been kicked out of that wedding, but there was a good chance he could have been. So we couldn't take the risk because he's friends with everybody at the wedding. He wants to go, of course. Right. And I'm oh the big bad bitch, God. according to only him. Nobody even liked the comment. <laughs> this is like fan life. fiction. <laughs> So Norm was a total asshole. Wow. So I do like a bad boy. Because okay. he was like, a total, like this was a notorious fight. Like when everybody found out, everyone was like, what? When people <laughs> found out we were together. Like everyone was like, are you out of your minds? Oh my it was, God. Like, it was a huge to do. 
That is amazing. That is so juicy. I know it's very juicy. This podcast is wet once again. Let's <laughs> the synopsis and trivia. Right out of my chair. We're back. We're sliding in. That's, oh my God, that's so crazy. Do you think that Norm has crushes on characters that are like you? No, God, no. No, no, no. no. No, nothing to do with me. No. <laughs> do you know what his type is? Anyone but me, yeah. Like, <laughs> he traditionally dates real knockouts. And oh, I mean, I'm looking at one. Well, Michael, we all are. <laughs> we can all see Michael. His video's back on. <laughs> we see him now. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at two. I'm looking at two. You've got, you've got a mirror up in your screen. No, it was like, listen, of course I'm a babe, but you know, he, he dates like he used to date like TV style babes. Wow. Right? So good for him. Yeah. Get it. Take it. But (laughs) now he's got me and poor little lamb. He got the greatest prize of all. He's got a huge handful. Very busy now managing me. (laughs) Professionally, you mean. (laughs) He handles all my business dealings. Was my manager and talk to people the way I've heard and talk to people at his work, I would be working even less. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, Norm's great. Very, very business savvy. Ooh. He might, like, he would be a good manager. It's just yeah. he doesn't need to deal with bullshit. So maybe, maybe good in a negotiation. Oh, I like this. But maybe not the schmoozing of it all. Oh, good. In, so in a negotiation. Being fake. But so, so he wouldn't even need a hammer. He could just go in and like have a nice convo with these guys, then sling yeah. that girl over his shoulder and take her right out of the house. Or join in. <laughs> okay, edit that part out. <laughs> That's the only thing we're keeping in. <laughs> I love talking about editing things out because on my podcast, I edit it myself, so I don't edit yeah. anything out. And someone will be like, "Oh my god, you have to edit this out," and I immediately go, "I don't edit. What are you talking? Stop talking about it then." Do it. <laughs> I edit ours, and so I only edit things that make me sound bad, and I leave in oh, everything great. Michael says. Oh, yes. right. oh, God. That's why I'm getting all the hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's coming from me, and sorry I got your address. <laughs> the P.O. box is full. Yeah, I, got, I got hold of the P.O. box online, and, uh, you know, that was the end of it. <laughs> I thought, here we go. <laughs> well, Alana, do you remember like what your first movie crush is? Because I assume it was not like a conflicted murder. Casper, yes. <gasps> oh my god, we've been trying Can to talk I about this for you? Yes. Uh. Oh, wow! So you went from dead boy to killers. That's a real evolution. Uh, death is involved either way. You yes, yeah. <laughs> we've got See? a through line. <laughs> A bad boy. Devin Sawa was a bad boy. He basically committed suicide or something. I never got the bad story. Didn't he die That's like a, a fever? I think it was a fever. <laughs> Shelly, I know oh, I know yeah, suicide like when I see one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're dead wrong on this one. Literally. Yeah, it was a fever. <laughs> yeah, fever, <Wait>. sure. <laughs> How'd you get it from overdosing? <laughs> Spring a fever. Come on. Uh, no, it was, he, he was so sweet, so honorable, obviously, oh. a bit of a prankster in his own right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what happened. Like, you know, maybe I was more wholesome as a kid and then I just got invited to the dark side and I <laughs> life beats you down. <laughs> I learned about drugs and I thought, here we go. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this instead. <laughs> do you know like how old you were when you first uh, developed this Casper crush? <laughs> right when the movie came out. So who has quick, who's quick on the old keys here? Casper, <laughs> when did it come out? It came out. Uh, not Casper mattresses, Casper movie. Um, <laughs> 1995. Okay, 95. You know, that was a good year for me. So I was in grade five in 95. Nice. And I was a bit of a like, like sports more and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, as you would say, one of the boys in that, <laughs> in that time. Um, and uh, um, I had crushes on all of them. Mm-hmm. But they all just saw me as one of the guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to pause you really quick because I am a big Birthday Boys fan. And so I just got oh, a little starstruck when God. you said that. <laughs> and I said it knowing I said it that way in Birthday Boys, but that's how I always say it now since I shot that. I was I waiting for it. it that way. Yeah, I always say it that way now. Hilarious. So anyway. Big shout out for the Birthday Boys. Love them. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, I, I I one time, okay, this is heartbreaking. Get oh. ready for this. One of the guys I played sports with, I don't want to name names, but it's Drew Clinton. <laughs> don't edit that out. And <laughs> I had this little clipboard. I love school supplies. Right. Yeah. They're so you want to talk fun. about a real crush? Oh. School supplies. A good Lisa Frank. A good Lisa Frank. So I had a tiny little folder, like a clip clipboard that mm-hmm. had a folder section, a little leather one that I got from my dad. And I was like, Love we it. are dreaming right now. <laughs> I wrote on a piece of paper, Drew likes Alana, yes or no box. Oh. Drew loves Alana, yes or no box. Drew wants to marry Alana, yes or no box. And I gave it to him, patiently awaiting what I thought was going to be a positive response. Oh, no. And then he gives it back to me, all check no, and then just shakes his head in disappointment oh drew <laughs> oh you're telling me a ghost boy arrives that can float has a stylish haircut and professes his love immediately and i'm supposed to stick with drew clinton that fucking loser Absolutely not. so yeah Devin jerk. saved me and came along just when i needed him oh god bless him and isn't there a casper where is he in love with hillary duff they have little puppy love. Casper and Wendy. Yes. Casper and Wendy. You could have been the Wendy. <laughs> could have been Casper and Wendy. What have I done with my life? <laughs> yeah. Now, can bullshit. I tell you the second crush? Because yes. I remember it vividly. Yeah. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. This must have been 90. This was must have been 97, 98, mm-hmm. in and around there. Or anywhere between 96, 98. But I, I'm betting on 97, 98. So okay. Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet. I went with a bunch of gal pals of mine. Mm-hmm. He's sitting on that. It's Venice Beach. You see the boardwalk, mm-hmm. and then the music cues. And you see him, and he goes up, and he smokes a cigarette, and audible screams. <laughs> Twice <laughs> in my life, I have heard an audible screaming gasp at seeing someone so attractive on television. Do you want to know who the second one was? Get this. Mm-hmm. Can you take a guess? They uh, it, it it correlates with ends up correlating with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, mm. one's a little more recent in the last couple Ooh, years. More recent, uh, Timothee. 
That's very recent. Once upon a time in Hollywood when yes. you see him on the roof. Hello yes. for the first oh my time. God. My theater too. <laughs> Audible gasp at the vista. And 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 wouldn't you know it, of course, Leo and Brad, wouldn't you know it? Oh. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So here we are. And they were in the movie together. And I was like, yes, this came full circle for me. Came full so circle. Good. So that's those are, yeah, that's my a bit of my crush history there for you. I can't believe I didn't even think because when I was set to do the podcast, I was like, oh yeah, like what am I going to talk about when you sent the outline? I was like, yeah, I wonder who. And then now here we go. I can't stop talking. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Dig it up and dig I'm it up. up. This therapy session rules. We had to raise our prices, Michael. We raise prices. Do not raise your prices. $300. Listen, we live in New York. The rent here is insane. It's going up. I just got a new realty company taking over uh, my space. It's oh, no. worse. Oh. Uh, rent. And the old one sucked. Uh. Wow. Michael, no, that's yeah. terrible. Like, what a great way to start the year. You're like, I know, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, I just love giving away my money. So these uh. were kind of like childhood. Do you remember, like, in your teen years, did it change at all? Yeah, because okay. you've clearly gone through quite the evolution. I, it did not. <laughs> I, it, Brad Pitt. I first got my crush on him in Meet Joe Black. Mm. That's a fun one. Death well, also involved. Oh. You see. <laughs> Very consistent. Ooh, you yes. want my love? Die. Yeah. That's the line. Norm, run. You, yeah, Norm, run. Because I've got a hammer and you are my target. Oh, God. So, I'm like, I've got a hammer and you're the little girl. I completely misunderstood the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you really never saw it, read the synopsis, didn't understand. Yeah. Didn't watch through to the end. Didn't watch it? Yeah, didn't I skimmed it. <laughs> Just a skim. She dies, right? Yeah. Uh, I saw some stills. I'm guessing he kills her. He saves her all that time, and then in the end, takes her out. <laughs> I wanted to be the one to do it. <laughs> um, but yes, I would say, obviously, Titanic mm. with Leo. So yeah. that you know that's sticking around. Big goes without saying. And then Brad Pitt, meet Joe Black, uh, Devin Sawa, Idle Hands, what have you. That's sticking right, around. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. I kind of stayed, like I had the yeah. pictures of the same people on my wall for right. like five years. Like you're growing up with them. It. Like it all started at that 11, 12 age. Yeah. So it's like, I just, I pretty much kept it the whole time. Wow. I yeah. love that. Well, those are classics. Yeah. And I wasn't wrong. Look at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like I wasn't wrong. I mean, you were ahead they of the game. Hot. I was ahead of the game. They stayed hot. Like that's the bottom line. That's so true. Well, these are all yeah. like pretty boys, which makes sense because you were a child. But definitely Joaquin in this movie, like that's a zaddy. It's like, at it, what age did you get like, you flipped the switch? You know, when I flipped it, when I really doubled down on comedy, because mm. then I started getting stage crushes on what some people are calling absolute ghouls. Yep. <laughs> the uglier, the funnier, the hotter. You know what I mean? How that goes. <sighs> God, I get it. I get it so much. If you're a ghoul, you have to be funny to be yeah. accepted. <laughs> and if you've managed to do that, you'll become hot again. It's it's genius. It's this is why I don't get incels because it's like take a UCB class. You yeah, will get laid. Go, go be yeah, in a bad no musical. Someone <laughs> will fuck you. That's what I'm saying. You're the best of the worst. You know that's yes, exactly. <laughs> God, if you were a straight man in a regional musical, you are knee deep in pussy. Come on. <laughs> This is all I've ever wanted to be. 
is, you know, walking Phoenix is a pussy and you know, I can't get enough. I can't get enough. I want to be knee deep in walking pussy. I want to be knee deep in walking pussy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say comedy in one enter my 20s mm-hmm. is what made less traditionally attractive people, according to movies, mm-hmm. more attractive to me. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like a comedy person, but Michael is. So Michael, did you experience that in your like improv scenes you've been in that that was kind of the dynamic? Not, uh, not really. (laughs) I just kind of kept it myself, uh, (laughs) for the most part, but I'd see these, uh, you know, weird looking guys and, uh, God, they're just, they're really hooking up. I mean, they're really, they're really out there. Um, it's like it's hard to compete and then and then it's like i'm gonna say this and my like michael i'd like to hear how if you were directly involved or whatever but it's like um how it went for you but when i would come off of stage and i don't know if it's because i'm a woman or like whatever or particularly loud or something it's like you know no one's talking to me and then i'm like this fucking idiot are you crazy i'm like and i'm like i ran circles around this guy so, uh, Michael, what was it with you? Like, did you have crushes on anyone? Did people have crushes on you? Like, how did it go? What was it uh, I mean, people had crushes on everybody for the most part. I mostly did uh, stuff around uh, between, like, UCB for Sketch and uh, Magnet. And, I mean, everybody was kind of hooking up with everybody. Um, yeah. And for me, um, you know, I was a real uh, theater kid before that. So, like, I'm familiar with the dynamic and... I don't know. I was a real, I'm not gonna, don't shit where you eat. This is, there's too much, it's too many feelings. There's too many people who know things about people. I just, let me date a nice non-comedy civilian. Um. So Norm and I, and this friend of his, this was all in the comedy scene. Right. Uh, A very intimate, intimate, small scene in Toronto. And then when I moved here, and, and I used to live in Chicago and do comedy there, dated everybody, what a mess. Yeah. When I moved here, my friend Holly was like, the best advice I can give you is don't date anyone at the theater at UCB. Yep. So I didn't. And who ends up marrying her teacher years later? <laughs> yes! not, in a, not in a grooming way, but look who ended up. Uh, <laughs> your, your dumbass advice. Are you out of here? I could have been happy years ago. Now look at me. <laughs> Had to marry my enemy. Got that bad. <laughs> Scrape at the bottom of the barrel. Jeez. The bottom of the barrel. Not even the bed. There's a hole in the bottom. We're on the dirt. <laughs> Norm's Norm is so great. Yeah, good. <laughs> if there's good. one takeaway from this, Norm is great, listeners. Norm and I will, great. Say, I will say for the young women listening, don't get into comedy. Get into movies. You will find yourselves in many situations where if you just get a little kind of French-looking haircut, there will be 500 weird guys who all want to fuck you. So, so easy. <laughs> if you're if you're funny, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it when you talk to somebody and they're dating somebody new right and this is i will say i can't speak for everybody but this is what i have witnessed of women with men when they're describing Mm -hmm. men just of like growing up right Mm -hmm. one of the characteristics is always like he's funny right Mm -hmm. and it's always that he's funny and it's never that she's funny yeah you know what i mean of the things i've witnessed of like the people around me that my friends Mm -hmm. that do comedy as well is like kind of of what I've witnessed is I'm like nobody is ever like 
she's a, a total oh dude your girlfriend's a total catch and this is and this and she and she's so funny it's always like no it's an ego thing and they want to be funny now that's I think that's, weird ah oh, god it's really it's really weird i think it's changed in the Good. last little bit as women are now seen more and more in the comedy scene and, and yeah bigger things and do you know what i mean yeah. um so i think it's changed a bit but coming up for me probably mm. Yeah, and it does still seem that there's a thing of like she can be funny if she's also hot. Hot. Fuck yeah. That. You Ugh. can't be too funny, but you can't be too funny True. because you look too hot. So you have to look a little <laughs> uglier to be the character funny. Like uh-huh. it's madness. Yeah. It's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, you can be I, like Hollywood ugly, which is like normal people very attractive. <laughs> well, it's like you should see me trying to pick out an outfit on stage, like to wear. I'm like, yeah. can't go too hot, can't go yeah. too ugly. Gotta get right in the middle there. Oh my god! I I can't believe there's that much fucking algebra that y'all got to y'all subjected to. It's it's fucking awful, especially when like I don't know my my partner's like she's funny as fuck, um and like she's uh I like I tell her all the time like it is crazy how funny you are one two how much funnier than me you are (laughs) and three how much you don't even fucking care about it that's like. (laughs) That's wild. Um, it's starting to feel like uh, I'm in the second act of um, what's that movie? A Star Is Born, um, <laughs> where I'm improv Jackson Maine and uh, <laughs> another movie with death, another suicide. Anyone? What is it? Mm. Mm. He's so hot when he pisses his pants. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about? Ah. Method. <laughs> He really did that. Take after take. Pissed. They had so many pants on stage. <laughs> so many pants. And they kept going, you don't need to do this. And he kept going, we're doing the pants. We're, do- we're doing it. <laughs> we're supposed to be doing the pee. Yeah. I'm doing no. it. <laughs> Michael, I think you said that you had some movies that you would be interested in pairing with You Were Never Really Here. So I did, but then I didn't because initially I was like Joker and then I was like Tender Mercies and then I was like Psycho and then I was like Man on Fire, Logan. Then I was like Terminator 2. Then I was like James Bond. Then I was like John Wick. So um, these are a lot of movies and I think I need to draw an infographic of the most engaged with empathy to least engaged um, Mm. because I think I'll start to figure things out. Yeah, um, I think you can comfortably put T2 at the bottom. At the bottom? I Least think engaged? I, my top. I, top? I agree, T2, but I, I think my top is John Wick. And I know Ooh. it's about a dog. Yeah. But, mm. And then his wife and mm. everything. And it's like he is against his will coming out of retirement. Yes. Yeah. And then everybody's after him and everybody's a secret assassin. It's like yeah. that all for this dog because the dog is reminds him with the wife. So it's like... <sighs> Right. That that's gonna be my top what you said of a hand in hand. Like that Perfect. that would be my pick of all the ones that you said, Michael. I, and I agree yeah. T two. Yeah, I don't really want to think on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna watch, that one. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it one more time and see where I stand with it. Um mm-hmm. but y'all are oh god. We're really Absolutely. smart is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say cutthroat. Give it what <laughs> means nobody wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't have um, as many things that I would pair, but one thing that I thought would be interesting is Claire Denis' movie Bastards. Um, It's similar in that it's kind of like an art house take on a genre picture and that it's like 
unrelentingly bleak. Like it's one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. It was the first Claire Denis movie I saw. And then I waited like six years to see another one. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't need to do that again. Um, and now she's one of my favorite directors, but, but yeah, I think that it's got a similar tone of um, yeah. Just like complete bleakness to it. But yeah. yeah. Along, off the top of your head, is there anything that you would do like a double feature with? Well, I kind of already said it. If we want to keep with a really intense time, would be good time. Just yeah. like if you really want to keep with, and then the love with the brother and yeah. like something personable and stuff like that. But, but the problem is, good time kind of has funny parts in it. Yeah. So and this one does not. I can't, and this one does not. So I guess I would do this one with like I don't know Mandy Moore, a walk to remember because she's dead either way. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like it's glint. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's like gloom and doom type of thing so that's my pairing i like that yeah and imagine if he had hammered her like early on saved her so much suffering after she sang that dumb christian song i can be so lucky (laughs) (laughs) it'd be good it'd be nice well (laughs) we're gonna start wrapping things up soon but before we do we like to play a little game uh so i have put together an extremely stupid quiz all about the career of joaquin phoenix and the quiz is called i'm walking here so (laughs) i will read off five clues (laughs) as to uh the title of different joaquin phoenix movies and so you guys yell ding 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 when (laughs) when you think you know the answer i have to do all three dings i can't just do one and do i (laughs) (laughs) they can be any speed you want but we need three (laughs) this podcast asks too much of it yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to pay us crazy i'm exhausted i'm exhausted i'm so glad you flipped the business model shelly oh. <laughs> we're gonna be rich michael i can't Finally gonna be able to pay my rent oh <laughs> it's gonna be great all right so five five clues five different joaquin phoenix movies whoever dings in first gets to answer and we will start with the i'm walking here quiz now Number one, oh my Zenu! This is the only Phoenix film to feature the emaciated actor engaging in some masturbation on the beach. Oh, ding ding ding! ding, ding. ding. The oh, master, Mod has got it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He does jack off on the beach. <laughs> also, Michael, your dings were pretty slow there. Let's oh. pick it up if you want any points. Pick up the base. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. If you're jonesing for high pants and a cameo from Marvel's future top Republican, this movie might be for you. Jonesing. Director with the name Jones. High pants. High pants. Cameo from shitty Marvel guy. Oh, uh, mm, uh, mm, wait. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Uh, wait. You said Jones. Jones. Uh, James. Uh, oh God, Mangold. No, it, okay. Title of movie, first of all. <laughs> Wait. Oh damn. damn. <laughs> okay. The full question again is: If you're Jonesing, much like a uh, director Spike Jones, for high pants and a cameo from oh, Marvel's oh, future ding, top ding, ding. Yes. Her, 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 her. That her, is correct. Her. Damn, My... I was going to guess that, but I didn't know the director, so uh, I didn't... Damn it. Damn well, it. The high pants, that was the only thing. The high pants was supposed to be the gimme. Come on. Spike Jones directed her, and it has a cameo from Chris Pratt. 
famous Republican. Question number three. This one might be hard, so I apologize. Joaquin gets thrown for a goop by a pretty blonde in this romantic Brooklyn set Dostoevsky adaptation. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, no, it's not Sliding Doors. That's Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, not Sliding Doors, but you're, you're getting drawn. there with goop. Yeah, yeah. Romance, Brooklyn, directed by James Gray. There are this number of lovers. The number that's usually in a couple. Uh, okay, I know that uh, part. Uh, I know that part. Two. two, two oh, ding, ding, double. Two. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You got it. No. You got it. No, I don't. All right. No, you I got don't. it. No, I don't. She don't. Oh, I, don't. Well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to be encouraging. <laughs> and that was beautiful. And that's what we're here doing the work for. Yeah. You guys uh, are good. Uh, <laughs> This is hard. I hate this part. <laughs> I think this one, I'm just going to have to say you both fail. It is Two yeah. Lovers, directed God by James it. Gray. Wait. Uh. That's the dumbest, easiest title I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry. I said right both words. Oh, fucking shit. Uh, oh, jokes on them. Terrible title. <laughs> it's fine. We are currently tied. This is beautiful. Number uh. four. Hey there, sugar tits. The twist in this out-of-this-world thriller is that the main character doesn't ding. say anything anti-Semitic. <laughs> ding, ding, oh, ding. Uh, signs. It is Signs by M. Night Shyamalan oh, yeah. starring Mel Gibson. See, that he does was not the say anything racist. That was the movie where I was like, well, Keen Phoenix is attractive, and then no other movie <laughs> after that. Um, until now. Yeah. Until now. Until now, of until course, now. yes. All right, final question. In 2005 audiences lined up for this yeehaw Oscar magnet. Lined up. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Michael? Uh, walk the line. Walk the line, which uh, won him an Oscar. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> Michael does a movie podcast. Uh, just set me up. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. sent Michael all the fail. answers ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. I've, I've been Michael, Michael, cheat. <laughs> <laughs> that there is a bonus round um and it is rewarded to let me see what i wrote here um the hottest person currently on the recording and that's for a million points oh my god alana you win <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy i almost forgot the bonus round <laughs> shelly actually shelly i'm calling bullshit yet a second time because everybody just announced that michael was the best looking butt moments ago <laughs> I never co-signed. <laughs> I never co-signed. I didn't sign off on that. I and, didn't co-sign uh, it. I'm the judge of this game, so <laughs> actually, I choose. Honestly, I love this part now. <laughs> My favorite. Edit out all the rest of the podcast. This yeah. is, is going to be a five-minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been so much fucking fun, Alana. This was fabulous. Thank you. I can't so thank you much. enough for having me. What a uh, great time. What a great combo start my sunday and now i'll go watch football with some more crushes <laughs> with the boys, with and, the boys. <laughs> would you like to tell the listeners where they can find you and if you have anything exciting coming up yeah so um you can check out my podcast the self-esteem party um and that's available wherever you get your podcast there's also a patreon uh called self-esteem party with bonus episodes i do um one of the tiers i do monthly zoom calls get to know the fans that's getting out of hand so um you can follow self-esteem party it's at self-esteem party on all mediums 
And then I am at the only Alana Johnson on Instagram where I promote all my shows. I've got one coming up this Saturday, um, June, June, my God, (laughs) January 21st at the Largo. And then on Tuesday, January 31st um, at UCB at 8.30 p.m. And those are going to be with Mae Martin and Stephanie Allen. Amazing. What a great lineup. Damn. Yeah. So that's it. That's all from me. So exciting. And Michael, where can people follow us? You can find us on all social media at everyone is hot pod. That's every number one is hot pod. Yeah. Yeah. And Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> oh, and Instagram and Twitter. All socials. Yeah. All socials. Absolutely. Yes. Well, this was so fun. Oh my God. What a great time. And Michael, what should the listeners do? Remember to always stay horny. Horny. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.